it's Iridessa. This is GHS Tapes, and we're here to discover together how we can keep doing good human shit and being good humans every day. This isn't about me, it's about we. The key word is holidays. Hey y'all, this is Iridessa again back with GHS Tapes and I want to thank y'all so much for showing up another day to be on this journey with me. If you don't know me, my name is Iridessa and I'm more than a regular black girl. I'm a believer that we all have the ability at every step to do good human shit and we're here to figure out exactly how we can do that together. So I just wanted to give a gentle reminder of a topic that we discussed a little bit last time about generational curses and cycles these may come up especially during the holidays when we're around our families and we're seeing these generational curses and cycles right in front of us i think that now is an especially good time to speak about things like this as we're getting closer to the holidays with you know thanksgiving christmas and all of that coming up on us shortly Um, So I think that it is important that we go ahead and do a little series on the holidays and how we can get prepared for them based on our personal circumstances. So to start, we will go ahead and talk about dynamics of large families that we may need to deal with while we're in our holiday season and around them. I know that it can be a heavy task to have so many people that you feel you have a duty to just by blood, right? And That's always been a thing for a lot of families. Blood is thicker than water. But you always have to put yourself first because if your cup is not full, you can't fill anyone else's cup. And I know that especially as people who are in large families, you may grow up around other people who have a duty to these families and other people who may say, put your family first, family before everything. And I get that. But if you're not here, then what's going to happen? Are all of these people also putting you first? These are questions you have to remind yourself of when you're interacting with certain people. And we have to learn to separate ourselves based on what we specifically need. I know a lot of us have different mental health things going on and different just ways of our personality. So if we are introverts and we have large families and these families expect for us to always be upbeat, ready to play games with the family, ready to eat with the family, ready to talk with all our cousins, aunties, uncles, whatever it may be, that might be a tough task for us and it may be very socially draining. So we have to make sure that we prepare ourselves to deal with our families and our friends in the way that we may need. It is also a thing that in many households, especially in those that I've seen of black indigenous and other people of color, um, our rules can sometimes be toxic and hold us back because we have this duty to family. We may hold ourselves back in our endeavors. Like I've told y'all before, I'm not the only family member who does not live in the state that I grew up in right now. But if I were to just say, okay, family first, I'm going to stay with my family. I would not have had many of the opportunities that I've had since I moved. I may not have met many of the same people that I've met since I moved because those people are where I am now. And now those people are also important to me. 
So I think that it is important to make sure you do what you need to do for yourself. I know that growing up, these rules may have felt like they're finite. Even the ones that are small, like the ones that our parents make up for us sometimes. Like I know a lot of parents used to say that it is illegal for us to drive with the light on in our car. Just things as simple as that. And that's a whole lie. So we have to make sure that like, yes, we do what we need to do for those around us. But be practical about it because all of these rules are also not practical at the same time. And in a lot of households with older family members in them or people who are just more conservative or more quote unquote old fashioned, we may have rules that are just toxic to society in general. So if we're people in let's say the LGBTQ plus community, and we have people in our families that don't necessarily agree with that, we can't hide ourselves forever. If you have partners that you love, are you just not gonna ever bring them around just because there are certain family members who don't agree with that? That has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. There's a state of mind that needs to change within themselves first. And so I think that it's important in order to change those states of mind that someone that they love, maybe yourself, do the work to help them change those and that is not your responsibility so you do not have to do this if you don't want to but if these are people that you love and issues that you really really care about enough to put in that type of work i would definitely encourage you to do it because at the end only good can come of it no maybe some people will not change because you can't make people change but you will be able to see who exactly is really, really, really there for you and who exactly has the family first attitude that you may have grown up around and who does not. I think it's also a big thing that as young people, specifically in certain families, there's a ideal a lot of times that young people don't have an opinion and don't deserve respect because you haven't been through anything. But that's not really the truth. As people, especially people growing up, you go through things every day. And with children specifically and teenagers, you're taking in new information every single day. And so I know it can be very tough to deal with. As people in college, you're at that point where you're not quite all the way grown sometimes, but you're also not a child either. You're right in the middle. And so you have to start putting your foot down. I know it may be hard because these are your elders, but you can do that in a respectful way and that'll be okay. And eventually this will be something that they can learn from and that future generations can take on with them because it is okay for everyone to have an opinion, no matter what age, no matter who you are. And so as far as young people are concerned, I think that we have to make sure that we are getting the respect we deserve while also giving the respect that the elders in our family deserve because they've been through everything to get us where we are today. We also have to make sure that regardless, we're standing up for ourselves within our own comfortability. I know it may not be comfortable to deal with these issues, to have these conversations. And I would never say to just blast someone in your family 
or someone that you really genuinely care about that relationship because that's not necessarily the way to go about it but we talked about how to fight before and how to make sure that you're approaching with love always so if we're approaching things with love and within our comfortability then it'll work out for the best but we have to make sure first and foremost that we are always comfortable and I also know that it's very hard to feel like being yourself might get you judged by people that you love that shit can be a little bit terrifying sometimes I would say that in any situation that we go through we don't always tell everybody the whole truth of it because we do have to keep some things to ourselves and that's okay you have to have a relationship with yourself first you should have secrets with yourself you should have things that you hold close to yourself that other people aren't always privy to that's good but I know that it's difficult to see people that you love and not always feel like they're going to love you for who you actually are. So for me, after almost 25 years of being on this earth, I've just now told my mom and my dad that I am bisexual. That's difficult because I know that as having parents that came from a certain era, they might not have always agreed with it. Even though I know they'll love me regardless, it's a little bit difficult for me which caused fear because of my anxiety issues and other things and also the fact that I know that they are all, they are close to other people in my family who really really won't agree with how I am but I had to do what I had to do to be myself I'm a person who tells my parents everything literally like for the most part at least and so holding this for all of this time and then I'm a mentor to other people within the community who are a lot younger than me and feeling like I wasn't being truthful to myself if I didn't share that with my parents. So I did it and it ended up being great. They didn't judge me at all. Yes, I was giving back some Christian ideals that may not always agree with this community, but at the end of the day, they both support me. They both love me. And my dad, he's more like a, I don't give a fuck, <laughs> you know, as long as you respecting yourself. He's always been that type of person. And I love him for that. And my mom, she raised me as a single mother, even though my dad was there. I lived in the household with my mom. And so I told y'all, I really appreciate everything that she's done for me. So I knew that regardless, she would care about me and she would love me for who I am. So this is something that I'm still dealing with because I've only told my parents as far as my family is concerned. But I think it's important at least to start the process of showing them who you really are, even if it's something totally different, like a passion that you have or anything. I think it's important to try to be yourself as much as possible so that they can love you for who you are, because I know you love them regardless. There's also a thing that if you set trends of being yourself unapologetically, it will set a precedent for younger generation that it's okay to be yourself because the younger generations look up to you. I know I have a little cousins who look up to me. I have younger siblings who look up to me every single day and specifically look up for, to me 
for being myself. I have friends who look up to me for being myself, literally. And y'all heard on an earlier episode of a friend who I helped fully be herself, even though she's always been great and she's always been herself to me. In her mind, she said, the more I'm myself, the more I help her be herself. And so I know that might feel like a responsibility, but if you can be yourself unapologetically, if you can be a great person always unapologetically, people will see that whether you're trying for them to regardless. And then eventually in the future generations, we might not even have these issues at all in our family. Everybody will be able to come in fully themselves and gain that love and respect that they deserve just because you love them and also fighting these negative family values not only helps us and our future generations it helps society in general if you think about it the family is the most basic unit of government as the first community to which a person is attached and the first authority under which a person learns to live the family establishes society's most basic values if you Think about the fact that everybody who is in quote unquote power throughout the world, not even just where you live, but throughout the world, came from a family somewhere and took those values to the position that they hold. Whether we say separation of church and state or not, we know that a lot of the ways that different countries are ruled is based on their family values, their religions that they grew up around. So we have to remember that this is an example that you're not only setting for your specific family unit, but for the world. And if we can make the conscious effort to try to change how we approach our situations and how we approach our families, we will eventually change the world. And I know it might be a while and that's a heavy task, but I think it's important to take note of because there are a lot of issues in our world and I know that we know between poverty famine global warming sexism ageism all the isms we got a lot of fucking issues going on so we have to make sure that we try to tackle it tackle it within ourselves first it's always yourself first then tackle it within your most basic family units and that will transfer over to your larger family and then their friends and their families and all of the above and eventually the domino effect will happen and we will see more positive change do you think that all of the protests and things that have happened in the last few years and um all of the things that have happened basically for the better in this world have happened just because people stayed complacent no because complacency is just as bad as actually doing the deed yourself so we have to make sure that we are not staying complacent no matter who it is especially with those that we love in my specific family my grandmother on my father's side was one of the first to fight racism in her family because she received that toward her partner, her children, and she tackled it. And eventually that changed how her family's view was on me. 
being her grandchild and black. I never even knew that there were people in her family who felt like that. I mean, you're always suspect of everyone who is coming from certain privilege and certain colors, yes. But there was never any inkling to me that they hated me over who I was and my skin color because she decided that it was going to be her turn to tackle that issue. For me, I have fought sexism and hypermasculinity through my family since I was a child. I think that they always knew that I had the, I want to say, rioting spirit because I never went for anything. If I heard anybody, it doesn't matter who it was, say anything bad about myself or anyone else, I would hit that immediately. Having men in my family coming from a certain generation who felt like it was okay to be hyper-masculine, I was never the one to go for it. They would say, well, because you're a girl, you get this, and because he's a boy, he gets this. No, sir. No, ma'am. I am not doing that with y'all. I will do whatever I want to do because I am a human first. So we have to make sure that we're tackling these things because at the end of the day, if you feel that ping that it hurts you in your heart, in your mind, or in your spirit, somebody else will feel that too when your family member leaves your home, leaves wherever you are with them. Somebody else will feel that. So why not give it to them as someone that they love instead of uh, allowing it to be an altercation outside of the home? I also was able to fight colorism within my family as I had an aunt when I was younger who told me growing up every time I saw her that I was adopted because I was light-skinned and there are a lot of darker-skinned women in my family and so as a small child I believed that I was adopted and I was very very hurt by that and I asked my mom about it and she went back and said something to that aunt to tell her to stop talking to me like that but at the end of the day this colorism did hurt me, but I had to realize that it wasn't colorism based on myself because as a lighter skinned woman, a lighter skinned black woman, I have more privilege over my darker skinned aunt who said it. So I can't really give her that colorism. This was internalized colorism that she had within herself. And I wasn't able to even realize that until I got a lot older and so you also have to realize things that people are battling within themselves especially your family members if I had the knowledge at the time if I was old enough to have the knowledge maybe I would have been able to change the way she viewed herself and so she wouldn't feel the need to degrade a child who didn't even know right from wrong really at the time we always know that how other people feel about you is none of your business right it has everything to do with them and nothing to do with you but we have to see exactly what these issues are if these are people that we care about enough to try to help them fight this with her colorism that she had internalized it made me hate her because i didn't know anything about colorism but now Though I do not speak with her because these are things that have not changed and I just can't stand to see people around me hurting. I still love her for that and I have forgiven her and I think that it is also always important 
to forgive our family members for things that they may not know that they're exactly doing to you or things that they may not know that are affecting you, even affecting themselves that you can see people are hurting over. But if they can't see it, then there's really nothing for you to do. People have to be aware of their own issues and aware of what they need in order for things to change and in order for them to want help. I think that if you love your loved ones and yourself, you have to help to better them. That's just what it is. Like as a person who wants something for themselves, you should always also want something for the people that you love. If one of us eat, we all eat. Yes, but make sure that they're able to feed themselves. If you see that there is a deficit that they have, try to see what you can do to help them figure out how to close it. Not doing everything for them because that's not, that's enabling, it's not helping. Enabling is one of the worst things you can do for somebody who has toxic patterns. As someone in a big family, especially right now with COVID-19, I know that it may be a little difficult for you not to be able to see everyone in your family that you love and that you care about and that you want to see every year. I know that we used to have large family gatherings for every single holiday. It did not matter at my Nana's house. And since she has gone, I haven't seen a large majority of my family in a very, very long time. But I think that it's important not not to try to spread yourself way too thin and try to go see everyone all over the place, especially for people who have family members in a lot of different places, not even in one state, but in, in a country, but all over the world, whatever it may be. Try not to spread yourself too thin because, again, if your cup is empty, you can't fill anybody else's cup. So you can love people from a distance. You can alternate holidays or whatever you may need to do, but don't feel too much of a responsibility to try to see everyone that you love. And I know that some people might make you feel bad for it, but you have to remind them that you are a human too. And you can only do so much. We are very limited individuals being humans. And I think that that happened on purpose so that the universe and so God or whatever you may believe in reminds us to slow down instead of trying to always stay on top of everything all the time. Because if you go so hard, if you go so fast, eventually your body will shut down on you to tell you to stop, to slow down. And that happens for a reason. So remember in this season to put yourself first that's just in your spirit in your mind in your heart monetarily as you're deciding you want to buy gifts as somebody who has a big family I know it may be hard for some people to not be able to buy things for everyone you can only do what you can do don't put yourself in debt to try to buy things for everybody it's okay to just be there bless them with yourself and bless them with your presence and being fully present in the holiday and in your family 
do not try to do everything and please don't try to flex i know that in this time of social media it's really really easy to try to flex and say well i got this for christmas or i gave i was able to give my mom a car for christmas or whatever it may be but did you give your mom that car while putting yourself in debt that you may not be able to come back from you have to think about that first can you buy that thing twice before you buy it at all if the answers are no then maybe you shouldn't do it and i'm not telling you exactly what to do with your money you can do whatever you want but remember that it's okay to not do everything and be everything for everyone now before we head out i do want to say happy indigenous heritage month to all of our indigenous folks out there they deserve much more than they've gotten from the very beginning and as thanksgiving is rolling around i know that there is a large misconception across the united states and the really the world in general that it may have been this large peaceful gathering over turkey and all this other stuff but we have to remember that this beautiful community did have to go through famine and other horrible horrible things that are triggering to those who didn't even go through it so we have to make sure to give these people the respect that they deserve because they deserved way much way more than they got in the beginning and they are still going through way more than they ever should and in that respect make sure that we're saying indigenous peoples and not just indigenous people because peoples gives them the opportunity to all be appreciated there are so many beautiful communities and so many beautiful tribes within the indigenous community as a whole so we have to make sure to give room for all of them to be appreciated remember to be a good human is relative to you and your growth and yourself make sure that you are only comparing yourself to you and not in a negative way, only in a way of growth. Also remember to mind your business because we can't be good humans in ourselves if we're all up in everybody else's damn business. So we have to make sure we're minding our business so that we can give ourselves the opportunity to grow. Lastly, let's remember that practice does not make perfect. Yes, this work does take practice and that is okay. And sometimes we'll need a break. Take your break. But in practice, you should not try to make perfect. You should only try to make progress. That is the ultimate goal. I love y'all. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> y'all know what I would normally do, but I'm still taking a break right now. I do, however, enable y'all to do what you gotta do. Have a good one. I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye.